You gotta make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at nine. How did we start the episode zero? What, what was it that we said? Hello, people of Earth. There it is. Okay. Hello, people of Earth. <laughs> Welcome to the first ever, aka the pilot episode of a little thing we like to call service entrance people. So this is not the pre-pilot pilot. <laughs> no, this is the actual pilot. Like we're in the fucking jet. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's a jet. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there that it's a jet. It's not like a rickety biplane glider. Like this is a this is a jet. Because I'm a pixie, can I just use my wings? Your call. Okay, I think I'll do that. (laughs) So we are on a winged jet. Okay. And it is called Service Entrance People. My name is Ben Schumann. To some, uh, possibly, you you may remember me from previous projects as being Boomer on the radio for 15 years across this wonderful country of ours, Massachusetts, New York, Ohio, Georgia, Colorado, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I like you as Boomer. I miss Boomer. Boomer was a great guy. Yeah, yeah. You should you should be Boomer. And uh, so hey there, I'm Boomer. There you go. <laughs> and, and you? I'm your co-host. You are. I'm Pixie. Hola. Hola, Pixie. You're just Pixie. That's that's what you are. There's no no yeah. no further ex- experimental I'm explanations. So awesome that there's just no need to go any further. And there you go. <laughs> Because there is a constitutional amendment here in America that every single podcast ever Mm -hmm. has to have this, but also this being about the service industry and people who work in restaurants. um, Yeah. So this has to happen. Oh, hold my beer. (laughs) Yeah. So the constitutional amendment says that every single podcast has to have some sort of imbibing of that, you know, sweet, sweet local IPA. To get you the flavor of what's going on. Cheers. Come pie. Look, I am, as my people say. <laughs> There's mm. a little too much hacking in your, your people's background for me, although it's my people's background, too. Shared. I'm, shared background. Yeah, I'm quite culturally diverse. I got a lot <laughs> in there. So the program. The yeah. podcast, as it were. I, I'm old school oh. with the radio stuff, so I, I still call it program sometimes. Oh, it's a radio show. It's a radio program of the mind. <laughs> We paint pictures with words. We do. That's what we're going to do. Uh, this podcast right here, Service Entrance People, it is a pretty simple concept. You're one of two kinds of people on this planet. Yes. Correct? Yeah. You're well, either the people that walk into a restaurant, a hotel, you know, a, a business through mm-hmm. a nice, beautiful, gilded door with good lighting and air conditioning. Or you're the kind of person that comes in through the back through the, the the parking lot of broken dreams. Oh yeah. <laughs> broken bottles. <laughs> broken bro- bottles. Cigarette butts. Cigarette butts, broken hearts, probably heroin needles. Heroin needles and, and, and reefer <laughs> cigarettes. Cartridges now, I guess. Is the, is oh the, yeah, that's right. They're they're even <clears throat> marijuana tablets. <laughs> marijuana tablets and vaping pills. Okay, our age is showing way <laughs> too much. So you're one of those two people. And uh, this people is is for the service entrance people. Uh, those of us who you know are the underpaid, underprivileged workers of the world who deal with the fucking Brendas and Karens and Georgias, <laughs> the uh, Florida men, the Chad Bros. Oh, the Florida men. On and pr- the Chad Bros. On the daily basis, you know, we all work where you know we kind of look at ourselves at some point and say, "God, we must have made bad, bad life choices," because. 
you know, here we are, tattooed and possibly on drugs and doing jobs that basically all of our parents told us as kids we were too good for. Well, not just us. I mean, that's most parents. They're like, oh, you don't you don't want to work there. Don't end up in food and bev. Don't do the service industry. Ew. Yeah, you're, you're better than that. Go Why to college. Be a doctor. Didn't you go to college? I did. Oh my I was God. a triple major in college. And, and I still, still fucking landed there. You still ended up here. So it's pretty much... One of us. One <laughs> of us. I guess it's in your dinner. <laughs> in the in the dunna. In the dunna. Either you're there or you're not. And yeah. these are for us that are there. So yeah, this whole point of this is to tell you guys uh, and to share with everybody the shocking, the strange, the scary, the crazy, the hilarious, the absurdly fucking true stories and days and routines and just what it means to do this job. And, you know, the the one thing that's the most important when you do this is having a sense of humor about it because you can't work, you know, a 13 hour double three days a week in a row over a weekend and not have either a, a complete screw loose or be a huge sense of humor about it. It's my experience. Typically it's both. You have to have both, but (laughs) there are some where it's one or the other. And and the sense of humor really does come into. Um, Can I share something with you? Yes, please. Uh, This was actually a really interesting to me um so i don't know if anyone else has had this at all i ever had a really bad rash no No. (laughs) i don't know how deep we're going on the first episode (laughs) so let me tell you about my menstruation no (laughs) they're light days and then there's very very heavy days (laughs) no um so i was uh with a head with a head chef you know and so i had uh what? Why don't you get off chefs? Because I just got <laughs> off of yours. So I uh, started to cultivate this relationship with a chef. And he mentioned the whole reason he was attracted to me was because he saw the tattoos and my hair being dyed. And he was like, I just assumed you were in the industry. And I'm like, what industry are Born? you? No. Yeah, right? <laughs> I wish. No, he didn't think that. I'm not tall enough or blonde enough a tall woman is only that big in bed oh uh, yeah yeah well, I, you know my, my breasts are real though and that's a downside for the porn industry which is what i appreciate about you. <laughs> is that what you appreciate about me <laughs> anyway so so he tells me you know he thought i was in the industry and that um just basically everyone at one point in time has had a job in the service industry and i looked at him and i was actually like almost offended like there's no way that's true I'm so much better than that. It's not that. That's what you thought. I, 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 no, absolutely not. But at the same time, I know so many people that started at like McDonald's or Wendy's. And I thought, no, I'm a cool kid. I started my job blowing glass for the very first like job I ever had. I worked at a head shop. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Trying so hard not to make a blowing glass joke. I know. You I know. know that, okay. right? Like, a flame worker. I was very, a flame worker. Since, not much better. Oh, yeah. I'm a flamer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. Anyway, um, so he tells me this, and I'm, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, no, that's not right. No, not me. And then I gave pause, and I was like, oh, my God. My dad, who is also, you know, a Puerto Rican like myself because he's my dad. Is that how that works? Yeah, that is how that genetic whole thing works. He actually 
My dad doesn't believe in God. Is that why I'm a Jew? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you would think it made him an atheist? No, it just makes him a Jew. It makes him more Jewy. It's also why you wandered the desert for so long, because he was confused, because God was like, fuck that guy, I'm not giving him directions. He didn't give any of us directions. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I realized my father is um, in the food services industry, but he's not only in the food services industry, but he's been in it since he was a child. And it goes back to his parents. And I was like, oh, my God. My very first job was when I was seven or eight years old selling snow cones. There you go. <laughs> in the industry. There you go. So that's my story. Sorry. That's a beautiful story. And, and it, it brings us full circle to now. Full I was of dreams. I was seven years old, and now here I am. Still in the industry. Still doing this shit. <laughs> Before we get into this actual body of the show, um, I do want to say kind of a side note on this from the personal experience that you and I have had via the podcasting. Oh yes. We know that podcasts can be strange. Um, oh yeah. Especially like starting out. It's like, do I like these people? What are they doing? You know, it, clearly they don't have the best equipment. Oh my God. Where are they talking? Get to a point. For me, it was, I, I hated talk radio. Yeah. So I was like, why would I listen? All my friends are like, oh, did you hear this podcast? And I'm like, why the fuck would I listen to a podcast? No, get out of here. Yeah. I have an audio book. And as an old radio whore, <laughs> I'm like, fucking ruining the industry with your fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking bullshit. And here we are. And here we are. Just sucking, Full that, circle. sucking that podcast dick. <laughs> um, you know, we know that it's tricky sometimes getting into it. And, you know, it's you're learning new people and you're learning their jokes and their way of thinking and all that stuff and their stories. So, you know, we we ask basically just bear with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stick with us. You know, obviously we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't think it was wildly entertaining and completely fun for people to listen to and to latch on to. Um, and certainly our plan is to grow exponentially to, you know, grow on you and to become just the most hugest huge that ever happened we're like a lichen like a fungus we just want to we are creep into your skin there. we are real fungi so yeah yeah don't just throw it in the closet <laughs> and feed us shit as yeah. the expression goes oh yeah that's yeah. not how that goes oh that's no not that's, not, that's not that's not no. my expression at all no um, not even a little bit in truth um definitely podcasts are strange they do tend to you know you have to grow and you have to have your inside jokes which you'll hopefully get with us but i also want you to think we didn't throw it in all willy-nilly we actually put a lot of thought into this this was like three years of a brainchild in the making which again is is i think a huge point in our favor but also you could sit here and go it took you fucking three years to come up with this shit it actually just we didn't have the cojones <gasps> look at me more spanish <laughs> thank you duolingo it's coming out slowly. Feel free to sponsor this program <laughs> on El Podcasterino. Muy bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Did I break you? <laughs> I think I broke Boomer. <laughs> the worst part is I was sitting here trying to call up any type of Spanish and I couldn't fucking do no. it. No. See, so, it's hard. Two years. It's hard. Two years. <laughs> but I shouldn't say that because, again, we love Duolingo. And, Absolutely. You know. I'm a huge fan of Duolingo. Hola, duo. Help us out. <laughs> um, so, you know, if, if this is your thing, obviously we want you to subscribe. We want you to like us. We want your feedback. We want you to give us 10 stars and yeah, know, definitely the say feedback. wonderful things and tell all of your friends. But here's where we're going with this, though. Here's what's going to make us different from all the other ones. If we're not for you, that's totally fine. You're not going to hurt our feelings. 
you know, you gentleman's, gentleman's handshake didn't work out. We walk our separate ways. But, but if you find yourself fucking hating us. Oh, yeah. Yelling at your Bluetooth speaker, being like, you two are fucking morons. What are you talking about? Pretty please. With all that I have in me, <laughs> I just want you to do one thing. Hate listen us. Oh, rage listen. Binge us. Tell your friends how fucking bad we are and make them listen to because we know that the only thing in this whole world that's like better than a really good scary fucking horror movie is a terrible horror movie. <laughs> it's the only thing that's more enjoyable. So please, 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 if you hate us, by all means, rage listen us and interact yeah, with us. Absolutely. Tell us, tell us how much you hate us. Bring it to us. You it, won't hurt us. Not even you a can't. little bit. We work in food and bev for a living. Our entire lives, plus every single guest we've ever encountered, has already done more significant <laughs> psychological damage than your words ever will, I promise you. So please engage with us. We will fucking we'll make you your own t shirts. Yes. Your own merch just for you. Just for people who drink cannot stand drink that haterade baby yum 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 nom 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 <laughs> so please be a part of this show if you like us if you don't you are you are a part of the show as much as we are and we are going to open it up and we want to hear your war stories as well we want you to uh in the parlance of, of the industry here we go here's our first okay ready our big industry mm -hmm. thing we want you to spill the tea oh yeah right? yeah we want this show to be like it's closing time the Just lights are low. Lights are low. Music Doors is on are in the locked. back. Doors are locked. Everybody's got a shifty. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there. The bucket of silver. Pile of napkins. We're getting ready to roll. <laughs> and now it's the time for the real shit to come out. Oh, yeah. So if you are like a little bit curious about any of this experience, let us now dig in. Mmm, delicious. So after all of that long preamble, mm -hmm. um, again, welcome to service entrance people. I'm Ben Boomer. I am Pixie. Hola. Hola. <laughs> but lastly, before we start, and this isn't lastly at all, this show is going to feature some language in it. It already has, as a matter of fact. Yes, yes. Um, it's a show about working in and around kitchens, so there's going to be some spicy fucking language in it. Mm. Please prepare yourself. If you don't like the naughty words, we're not going to be for you. Or if you have, you know, kids in the car, just just earmuffs, baby. <laughs> you know what? The kids are going to fucking learn at some point, so yeah. you can't, you well, can't now, save your kids. I'm now sorry. you got the you special headsets, so just slap that on the kids, so that way you can just listen. There you go. Um, but yeah, so because this show is uh, ensconced in service industry parlance and also because i am from massachusetts uh where fuck is actually taught in school as a functional noun verb adjective subject predicate, flavor text flavor text <laughs> paragraph and uh ellipsis uh, i don't know the yeah, umlauts <laughs> fucking particle boards <laughs> anyway you're gonna hear some shit so deal with it so basically, you just want permission to say fuck, like a whole lot. Permission granted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so vaguely, now you know what the show is. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a good understanding that we're embracing the suck, and we work in the shitty part of the restaurant that everyone wants to forget about, except their food. And we are going to be talking about all the... 
Whoa, hey now. We're going to be talking about how to smack into microphones. Hey, 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 don't drop the mic because, I mean, it's very expensive equipment. It's it's also way too early in the conversation for mic dropping. Yeah, I I know. I don't think we've we've made our point yet. No, 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 we're not there. We're not there. Not even a little. (laughs) So you've got the the bare outlines of what the show's kind of going to be about. Mm -hmm. And you've been introduced to to myself and to you, Pix. Yep. Now... You may say, what's your qualifications? What are your backgrounds? How, how is it that you have come to talk about this? What's your credentials for it? How, how far have you fallen? <laughs> exactly. So as Pixie said, you have a long background mm-hmm. in the service industry, uh, starting when you were a child. Although I didn't know it. I thought it was fun. I didn't realize it was work or or child labor, actually. (laughs) You were basically the dog that they got into the car thinking that you were going to go on a long, nice corn fed walk and you woke up with your balls completely (laughs) off your body and not knowing what was going on. Which was weird because I was a female dog anyway. Which is super strange. I don't know how that analogy got so muddled up, but it did. God love them. Oh my God. So I myself, um, you know, have been doing the restauranting for quite some time now, um, various different levels. But sadly to say, I am a restaurant. Uh, I'm a dr- <laughs> But myself, I am the director of operations and AGM of a restaurant. I have run restaurants in the past. I have been associated with Unfortunately, some very large named and multi-starred properties across, yes, across some some fancy tourist areas. God help you. And I know. God love you all at the same time. It's just, it's a mess. And this was, of course, now my descent to this bottom came after 15 years of working in radio. Yes. And being a, a radio DJ of some renown. Mm-hmm. And then... I shit flamed out of that somehow. <laughs> well, the the industry died for you. That's true. That is at, le- true. at least I you actually, have an I, excuse. That is true. And and my second ex-wife. Well, so I there's mean, that. Yeah. For me, I just have, um, let's see. So she started off as an artist. Then she was a security guard. Then she worked in a nursing home. Then she worked in a pharmacy. You are the cliche. You are. I, I love you so much, Pixie. But you are the cliche of, I got nowhere else to go. What else can I do with my life? Fuck, I'm in a restaurant. But at least I worked every part of a restaurant. That's true. Which is actually kind of cool. Um, I've done everything from um, being a little hostess to uh, being a chef myself. So that was uh, that was fun. I was a also. I totally. I always oh, yeah, forget you were about. A chef. Yeah, yeah. I you forgot were that a too. Chef. Yeah. Of, of give yourself some credit. Of a certain type, I, I <laughs> did run a kitchen in a hospital. I, I do love that. I would get the text from you occasionally saying, Pixie, help me. What can I make with these ingredients? Yeah, I would send her a, a picture of just <laughs> random foods and say, okay, I've got, I've got these four things. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> so we've been all, all about the front and back of house in restaurants for many, many years, which is why, you know, we came to land on shit, man. There's so much that goes on in a restaurant. There are so many stories. There's so much crazy shit that a you get a group of restaurant people around each other or service industry people in general you know hotel folks we all sit down when we're off the clock as much as we would like to have like other things that we want to talk about (laughs) no you can't you can't 
the, you can't. The, the, any, any type of hangout, the first hour to two hours is going to be talking shit about the job and yeah. about what went on and about all the crazy fucking shit. Then after hour two, you're typically either too drunk or too high to talk about anything other than how drunk or how high you are. Oh, that's and, always fun. And then you wind up going home with somebody and... Then you want to tear your arm off the next right, day. Exactly. Or you're in jail. Or you're in jail. That's even worse. <laughs> side note, we have a dear friend of ours who is a bartender. And every morning, her oh. first thing when she's taking her morning dump <laughs> is she goes on to the county website to see who's been arrested the night before. Oh, so that so she fun. can see if there's anybody that she works with or knows that got popped the night before. And a hundred percent. The mug shots are wonderful, <laughs> and and there is the, to to spoil the end of the story. There always is. Like yeah. it may not be every day, but at least once every couple weeks. It's like yes. holy shit! Look at blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and you see it right there. It happened to us not too long ago. Yeah, where we had we had the same thing where somebody forwarded us a picture first thing in the morning, and we're like, oh shit! So that's that's awful. We feel so sorry, but we, also we're chuckling at you. Also drama, drama, drama. Nom nom nom. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna eat it all up. And mm-hmm. please, by all means, start doing that, people. If you yes. work in a restaurant, yeah, start, start doing checking that. the you websites. Will enjoy, you will enjoy your life <laughs> like seven percent more if you sit there and if you just go in the morning, Google your county <laughs> county, your county arrest record from the night before. It's a hoot. Yeah, and and definitely um, don't forget to tell us, uh, especially if it's someone you you love or you hate or whatever. Um, contact us on our email at service entrance email at gmail. Yeah, yeah, that that right there. And um, tell us, you know, tell us. <laughs> oh, they got arrested for possession, or oh, they got arrested for <laughs> mail hooker. I don't know. <laughs> he was driving with an alligator in the passenger of the car. He was about to throw through a fucking <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. No, all our stories are actually um, 100% true. They're actually, they happen to us, and we want to hear what's happened to you. It's sharing. Sharing yeah. is caring mm-hmm. is, is really where that comes down to. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> so basics, kind of restauranting 101, uh, for those of you who maybe haven't had the pleasure of working in this industry, you know, little peak of, of restauranting 101 and what the dynamics are. So you've got two kind of the the two big basic factions i guess three it really breaks down to three yeah there are three you've got front of house mm-hmm. which is going to be your host your maitre d your maitre d <laughs> your bartenders or sommeliers mm-hmm. your oh, sommelier nice word drop there. thank you very much five-star property oh yeah <laughs> your servers yes your and here's where you get kind of the half and half your your busters and food runners no, oh, yeah, are, we go in and are out. sort of like half front of house, half back of house. The, and, the trash pandas of the industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can really we, go anywhere. We do the black, white, and gray. <laughs> <laughs> so then you've got your back of house, mm-hmm. uh, which is your kitchen, mm-hmm. your stewards slash dish folk, if you want to get dirty mm. with it. Um, again, that half and half cross section of your runners and bussers. Mm-hmm. Um, your cleaning folks. Oh, yeah. The unsung heroes of that. So unsung. Like helmet. Wrote a song about them. It was called Unsung. <laughs> okay. Hip 90s reference. Yeah, no. Right there for you. No. You're, again, your age is showing. God damn it. <laughs> and then the the last of the holy trinity is management. Oh. Oh. The, the ultimate low point 
of yeah i will say management is the ultimate fuck you it really is and being in that arena myself i can say that's completely true yeah you um you get that um hey you're in charge of this entire building and everyone in it enjoy your 13 to 14 to possibly i don't know 18 hour days yeah and you're oh well you get salary so it's super cool because you know what you're gonna get every week but don't ever as a manager if you're ever going into restaurant management do not ever try to work out what your actual hourly wage oh be it's so sad based upon the hours that you've actually worked okay if you do don't, that don't do that wait wait wait. if you're if you're gonna do that don't do that you might as well just go and actually open a mcdonald's don't do that <laughs> don't actually don't do that either just yeah don't it's sad so it's downbeat don't it, be downbeat. It's very downbeat so that is your three sort of yeah. areas and then if you really want to get technical then you can go into ownership and oh those, a restaurant tour well a restaurant tour possibly a hotelier mm-hmm. or whatever they're fucking called i don't know i just acted like you were right <laughs> jj marriott or whatever his name is yeah but you also have people that you know and again we'll get into this later but um i eat at restaurants so i can totally oh, own one they're called white people yeah oh yeah white people uh, and is what those are called we have um we have a little fun saying so we're gonna let you in on this inside joke right now um it's that white people ruin everything there has literally not been a single thing in human history that white people have not managed to fuck up yeah, and look at dancing. You all do the flippers. Look at jazz again. Yeah. A, a, as, <laughs> as a very proud and very card carrying Jew here, you know, poor Vanilla I, Ice. Though I do he apologize tried so for hard Kenny with G. the R&B. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we're gonna go down that road, then we do the whole like, well, Eminem was not bad, blah, blah blah. So we can't. We, we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> There's nothing that white people have not ruined. Have not ruined. Thus, I created a sort of catch-all expression for mm-hmm. any of the fucked up shit that does happen in a and restaurant. And you can use this anywhere. Anywhere in your life. It's it's like fuck. It's flavor text. You're allowed to just drop it. That expression is fucking white people. <laughs> because if you sit there and you say, so this couple came in and they tried to order at the host stand and then they were going to go and sit down in the seat and one of their meal brought to them magically... You just look at your coworkers and go, fucking white, white people. people. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, hey, what's wrong? Why do you, why do you have that face? Fucking white people. Fucking man. white people. <laughs> that's what it all comes down to. So feel free to take that and use that in your everyday life. I've never felt so ashamed to be like Half pale. No, well, yeah, I guess, but um, pale skinned. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. I, I get to skate through life on my um milky um exterior. Yeah, and it's just now I feel dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just soak in that. Okay. I know, I know. You, you just you just bask in that dirt. <laughs> getting getting the train back on track. That's the Getting the ship tr- back on track. <laughs> getting the ship back on track. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Those are the three sections sections components to the restauranting triangle yeah. is your front of house your back of house and your management and it's kind of an inverted triangle upon that where mm. management is at the bottom um but everything else is wider and up top yeah you know the the upside down triangle is kind of how that now goes. i just feel like you're referencing vagina well but you are a man so we'll allow it it's okay but some men are afraid of the word oh 
Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> so now that you have a little bit of a better feel, maybe, a little bit of an introduction as to, you know, what makes up a restaurant. In case you didn't know. In like case you, you were You were like, restaurants? What are those? What are those? And we know that you people are out there because you come and eat at our restaurant every fucking week. Mm-hmm. You people that seemingly oh, have, yeah, no I, I have no idea what a restaurant is or how to restaurant. How, how to do any of the things. And that brings us to our first big lesson of What's the that? podcast of ever is the guests versus employees dynamic. Oh. And that is... Who wins? No one. Nobody wins. Nobody <laughs> fucking wins on that one. It's... I would like to say, you know, it's like Rocky where him and Apollo both knock each other down at the same time. Yeah. But it's way less dramatic and way less cinematic than that. It's just like two people slipping in a pile of shit and falling down, bruising your ass and being covered in shit. Oh, mine was much more ladylike. I was just thinking of the old cats doing this slow bitch fight where they just like barely slap each other. But that's on a good day. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's that's, true. that's it on a good day. Yeah. And the eternal struggle, you know, is really what it all comes down to is the difference between those Sorry. service entrance people and the people coming in and, and wanting to be served. And some of those things that kind of can set off the service entrance people and some of the things that maybe next time you go to a restaurant, think twice before you attempt to do any of these things. Yeah, yeah. This is the cautionary tale. Yeah, this is this is the educational more. Oh yeah, part yeah. of the show. See, this was this was important for us because not only was the point of this show to be like two people crass. No, 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 just two people bitching about what it's like to have a job. You oh know? my god, it's so hard. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to work at work. It's awful. They know me here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's also to actually make people aware of. What it is we do, like, why is it so hard to do your job? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you know, let you, me let me open up your eyes a little. You, you so are why, why it's hard to do yeah. our job. Brenda, you're why it's hard, but let me tell you why. But here's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there is, there is very much an educational portion to this. Hey, Boomer, you used to be a teacher too, didn't you? I did. So I look was. Look at that. Yay. Go Northfield Mount Hermon. Woo. <laughs> Here we go, hoggers. I have no reference to any of these places. You went there to visit with me. I know, but I, I don't know any, you know what I mean. I don't know your fancy slang, man. I'm a cultured swine. <laughs> so the next time maybe you are in a dining experience, please try to refrain. From doing anything we're about to discuss From some of these you. behaviors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do better. Into, be better. And do less, typically. Our first group of folks to, to focus on mm-hmm. are... The guests that absolutely, 100%, think that they can make themselves at home oh, in your yeah. restaurant. The kick off your shoes, people. Yes. And we mean that very literally. Oh, yeah. I have way. photos. We'll that post them to the Instagram. At service. Underscore. Entrance. Underscore. People. That was Instagram. That was delightful. Yeah. I feel really good about that. I do, too. Okay. I feel, I feel proud of us. We did a thing. High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> So please don't be those people because again, there really are those yeah, folks who go out to restaurants and we're not even talking like, you know, shitty tourist trap type places, actual nice fine establishments. Yeah. And honestly, it's, it's the two ends of the spectrum. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's 
the restaurants that are again the touristy, you know, kind of low, not not no, not low quality, mm-hmm. but lower um, lower rung, lower rung kind of experience wise. Uh, right? So like the um, the Olive Garden eh. or the Perkins or the shenanigans. Oh, seafood shenanigans. <laughs> But the, you know the place, the the, yeah. the the crab shacks, the touristy joints, right? Mm. Basically. I have a lovely dive from where I'm from called Conky Joe's. That's uh, pretty fantastic. Honky Joe? No, I conky. told you white people ruin everything. <laughs> Fuck. I got looped into that one. That you was totally, yeah, I, I did. reeled I did. you right into that I, fucker. I fell right into it. But really, actually, um, the best way to think of it is it's a footwear thing, okay? If you're at a restaurant. Where flip flops mm-hmm. are common. Well, that's that's they're, any they're, East Coast they're, they're, or West Coast. They're gonna like, they're gonna coast. come off yeah. at some point. If you're at a restaurant where your shoes are slip on, yeah, such as your loafers, mm-hmm. your nice higher heeled, oh yeah, gingies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what women's shoes are called. Oh, like sandals or um, no, no, like the nice ones that the ladies like the like the stilettos. Fucking yeah, the is it Louboutin a thing? <laughs> Louboutin. <laughs> That Narrow sounds like a good Louis loop. Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Sure. Yeah. That too. Kitten like, heel. A nice, a nice kitten heel. Maybe a, a, a <laughs> pump. Is Why that a shoe? D- All right. I don't want to talk to Couture anymore. All right. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can slide your shoe on and off your foot, no matter what the quality of the restaurant, you will encounter guests who feel they have the absolute right to take said shoes off. How about this? It's If it's open toe, it's a go. If it's an open toe, that's a fucking no. <laughs> How's that? There you go. Just don't don't take your shoes off. Keep Just stop. Your shit on. But yeah, that what you're talking about as far as um spectrum would be um like Forbes standards versus you know your paper napkin. Yes, yeah, your your no reservations taken. Yeah. Walk in casual. Casual. Yeah. Just casual, Dana. Yeah, just some jeans. On both of those ends of the spectrum <laughs> is where you see this phenomenon mostly happening. Yeah. It's not your fucking house. Yeah, you don't do not do that. And I understand the homegrown nature of food, yes. which is incredibly important because that's, if you if we want to get really serious for a moment, which we mm. do from time do to time you? on this show. Serious voice. Oh my, so uh, serious. I feel serious because I'm talking lower. <laughs> when you get louder is when you're less serious. Pensive tone. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the intimacies of dining. It's it's a real thing because mm-hmm. the whole reason that people want to eat is because they want an experience. They want, depending on you know where you're going and what you're trying to eat, the the casual or the very fancy, you're expecting an experience. Yeah, and you're expecting any type of flavor, any type of taste, any type of experience to be based off of where you come from where you have grown up, what your home experiences are, because that's where we are exposed to food in the first place. It is. It is. So, you know, you walk into a place and your first thing you're checking for is cleanliness. No one wants to eat in a dirty home, let alone, you know, in a dirty restaurant. And then you have all around you the um, the look of the waiter. Again, you don't you don't want to eat with that Uncle Joe that's nasty and smells like cigarettes and has holes in his shirt. The off. White, white shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he shows up to dinner in the wife beater, and you're like, "Ugh, Uncle Joe." Well, put that's on a, shirt. a new stain. Look at that. There's back hair. <laughs> I don't, I don't want that near my food. So you know, you don't want a waiter looking disheveled either. And then 
we have, you know, everything that comes from the kitchen. You know, we're we're back there. We're scrubbing. Despite what people may think from seeing like waiting, we actually do scrub our hands pretty thoroughly. I mean, like constantly there's cross contamination we have to be aware of. There's all kinds of things. And even, you know, being again that I've worked high end, low end, and so have you, we definitely care about what's actually leaving our kitchen. So we want it to be visually appealing. And then you're talking about you're putting the food in your mouth, you're digesting it. And we care about that, too, because at the end of the evening there, or at least once per that meal, you're going to hit up our bathrooms, folks. (laughs) And uh, we don't want to leave you with an upset tummy because we're on the receiving end. (laughs) Yeah, we we deal with your upset tummies. Yeah, we do. We care. From from that kitchen standpoint, if we're going to focus in for a minute on Mm -hmm. that, there is something incredibly personal. Oh, and, yeah. in, and intense about making a dish for somebody. It does not matter. It does not matter if you, again, are plating foie gras, mm-hmm. if you're doing a deconstructed... Whatever, taco, like mine. Sure. That's it, what, that's one of my signature dishes, actually. It is one of you, which we will post pictures of oh. at service underscore... Entrance. Underscore. People. <laughs> on the Instagram. On the Instagram. And on the Facebook. And on the book of Facebook. But there's no underscores in Facebook. No, no that's bullshit. Yeah. No, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg was like, no, although he owns both, so whatever. Yeah, no, it's it's all one big loop. It's all meta. It's all it's, meta, baby. It's very meta, man. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So but so, so making making food is it's a it's a serious thing. Depending on or not depending on what type of food it is, but presenting a dish to somebody, and even if again you're cooking something that's coming out of a fryer, that's going on a bun, that's going on a plate, or if you're plating up something that is incredibly intensive to the point that you're using very fancy tweezers yeah. to place items on said plate. It's it's an intimate thing. And it's something that working in a kitchen, the majority of disdain that you will get from a kitchen is from a simple lack of understanding or appreciation of the food that's being presented to you. Yeah. Um, well, so many chefs really focus on... Um like Boomer said, it doesn't matter if it's it's a burger on a bun or if it's someone using, again, very fancy tweezers or, you know, we're freezing it with nitrogen. It's we yeah, want it bur- burning something and putting a yeah. fucking cup over it yeah, and yeah, then yeah, lifting it up for aromatics before yeah, you have exactly. a drink. I mean, it's it's all aspects of it. But we want it to be like mom or like grandma used to make. And that's that's where I was going. With yeah, it, is that we want it, it to it be all so personal to your, you. Your most primal and first knowledge of food comes from the house. Be it you know you have a mother, a father, a grandmother, a grandfather who made a dish at some point. Yeah, this is my dad's famous chili. This is the latkes David makes yeah. once a year. Whatever that informs your concept for dining, no matter what. And it works both ways. Whereas if your mother only fed you SpaghettiOs Ooh. and fruit by the foot. Oh, TV dinners. Was, TV was ours. dinners, yeah. That, that's going to then inform your senses, your eyes, your m- nose, your mouth, your taste for what you expect out of, out of a meal. Yeah. And anything that comes up to equal or surpassing that then becomes something that's special for you when you're out having that meal oh yeah that's the magic in a kitchen when somebody says to you this is the best blank that i've ever had in my life this is the best dish that i've ever had this is better than my grandmother who escaped nazi germany with this (laughs) recipe tied under one of her butt cheeks and she would make it once a week for you know whatever 
yeah that informs all of it and so when when you create a dish when you present something to somebody there's a piece of you that goes out with it yeah there's your heart's on the plate man your heart is on the plate and, and we want you to come back we want you to say you know that thing you made for me last time? It was amazing. Yeah, I want that. I told nine people about that. Yeah, yeah. I fucking live streamed my digestion process of it because it was so good. I Instagrammed every picture. I posted all picture. over right, Instagram exactly. and Twitter and Twoffer and, 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 and Facebook. So that is where that kitchen comes in and yeah. what they're trying to give to you. That's why, that's why they get so damn sensitive. Yeah, we are. We're all sensitive little sparkly unicorns. Everybody's a fucking magical sparkle pony. We are. And uh, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Even I um, don't. Well, I don't want to say I don't take criticism well if it's constructive. Hey, (laughs) I I like constructive criticism. But for the most part, yeah, I'm really sensitive about my dishes because I put a lot of thought into them. Anybody that does that professionally, anybody or even unprofessionally or improfessionally. At homily, I guess is really where. Oh my god! And you used to be the teacher. I used to have such good words. (laughs) How about from a non-professional standpoint? Sure, (laughs) that works too. It's a big deal, and it is something that there is a little piece of that person attached to each dish. And again, including a finger. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes you'll nail up in there. Um, I'm sorry, you were just you were leaving it hanging. Oh, yeah, you're leaving yeah. that finger hanging. Yeah, you're leaving no, that finger hanging. I had to cut it off. We were just so, that would off. be my uh, medical background. There just needed to, you know, cauterize it, just get it out of there. Just stick it right on that cut flat it, top. Cut it off and stick it on the stick flat top. It on. You're good. Anyway, so there's a lot going into that food that comes out of that kitchen for you. Yeah, there's and, a lot of heart. And so when you go over the top with trying to make that place your home, I can understand why there is the sentiment of because I'm having this dish and it's taking me to a certain place, I am feeling relaxed. I am feeling this is my place and I have found something that is magical and this is great, which is is is. the desired effect of the food. However, there's a line. There is a line. Yeah. And once those kicks come off, you have officially crossed that fucking line. It's also when you start feeling so comfortable that you're like, Oh, I just call I my can, server John. I can. They know me. They know so me here. So it's fine. I can clearly go behind the bar and make my own drink. I'm just going to go ahead and look. Bobby's aware that I'm here. <laughs> so I'm just going to go back here. I'm going to make myself a little something just like I do at home. <laughs> yep. Because it's fine there. Yeah, yeah. I can go right to my fridge. So I see the cooler. I can go. I can pour my own beer. And, and you have clearly done such a good job on the hospitality front. Yeah. You have made me feel this comfortable at this place. This is really on you. You know what I love is the, um, I've had a beer. I've had, I've had my meal. It's been delightful. So my kids, yeah, I'm just, I'm not oh, going to parent. Care. I'm on, so down in this area of the world. In America? Well, in this, in this, <laughs> yes, but I was going to go a little bit more specific to to take half of yeah, three we, quarters we get, of ninety percent of America out of this. So. We are uh, we are not as cool as um some of the places that are in the rest of the world. America, there's a this is especially problems for America, and especially problems if you're in any type of uh, high tourist type destination if you're in a travel destination yes i'm on vacation baby that's when it becomes 99 percent worse oh yeah because you have that beer you have that cosmo 
Mm-hmm. That first glass of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> and you stop giving a fuck. Oh, yeah. About what little Tammy and little J.R. Jr. is fucking doing. <laughs> oh, no, not J.R. Jr. <laughs> Call him Junior Jr. <laughs> Listen, he's your problem now because I'm about to get I'm into on, this crab hey, cake hey, hey, and have I'm another on beer. Vacation. I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't matter. <laughs> now... I may look in your eyes, and I may tell you, oh, it's fine. You should have that extra piece of cake. You know what? Vacation calories don't count. <laughs> you deserve it. You des- you go for it. You can have that extra drink. It's fine. You're on vacation. You know what, Brenda? You do you. We may tell you that. Yeah. We do not mean a single fucking word of it. Oh, no. And we say it with a big old smile. We want your money. I'll, t- <laughs> we, I'll, we, I'll take no, the extra. No, no. Retract that. We need your money. We got mouths to feed. Our own, <laughs> but still. Well, no. That <laughs> All joking aside, though, with that, I mean, we, we say things in the line of duty that we do mean at the time, but we're, and we're trying to give you an experience, we're trying to make you feel comfortable at the place, but that does not mean in any way that we are talking in any serious fashion about anything other than the specific eating or drinking that is going on at the restaurant. So when we say you're on vacation, you can have that extra <laughs> cheesecake. We just mean that. We don't mean you're on vacation. Let your fucking kids run around because it's our problem now. We don't mean for you to leave your shoes off, go behind the bar, pour yourself a beer, vomit on our bathroom floor and say, eh, they'll clean it. <laughs> Come out with a shit eating grin on your face and say, oh, there's someone threw up in your threw bathroom. Up in your bathroom. <laughs> I can see it on your fucking chin, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. I know who the someone was. Yeah, Chad, it it's on your you. collar. That popped collar, it's on there. <laughs> that fucking pastel ass fucking shirt that you're wearing, buddy. <laughs> it's on there. Yeah. You see it. <laughs> and God forbid you are at a restaurant that employs any type of musician. Mm-hmm. Keep your kids away from that fucking musician. <laughs> oh, no. We have worked at places where there's been live music and wonderful human beings who like the hardworking, you know, guys in the kitchen that are making something. It may be a cover song of something, but they're trying to do it. It's their art. It's their art. They're putting it out in the world. Don't let your fucking kid go up and take money off of their tip jar. Oh, my God. That happened. Absolutely. When did that happen? That happened to Kyle a few weeks ago. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Shit, you not. (laughs) Like the mother had to go. Get yeah, the kid. honey, that bucket isn't for it's you. It's not yours. It's that's not just free money. It's that's for the- that's for that poor tattooed man who's trying to play the Eagles on his fucking guitar. The poor tattooed man is trying to sing that song for mommy through his gnashed teeth because he's played this song three fucking times in the last four hours. Oh, just because no. your mommy has had eight glasses of wine and thinks it's really great. Mommy's got up and dancing. Mommy, and she just because mommy it. needed to hear Uptown Funk. That's a song, right? That's totally a song. I'm hip, right? <laughs> right? Is not a song. I swear to God, it's a song. Or is that a band? <laughs> it's one of those two. It's a song or it's a band. <laughs> My face is so red for you because you're supposed to be the radio DJ. Listen, I could sing Sepultura, okay? <laughs> can't fucking do any of that other Just because you growl into a microphone doesn't mean you can sing shit. Does it, though? I mean, maybe. I don't know. A little bit. I love Slipknot. A little bit. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're friends with Corey Taylor, have him 
fucking tune in because oh yeah 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 what's Corey's up Corey? Awesome. but anyway yeah don't let your kids take money don't um don't puke on our floor and act like just because you're nice enough to tell us someone did it that we, we, know we don't who know someone is, is. Right. yeah we don't know <laughs> that it was you <laughs> we ask humbly and we will get into much more specific detail in coming weeks Act like you've been to a restaurant before. Yeah. Um, another side note on that would be, um, like, don't go out sick. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't be that guy that, you know. <laughs> this just makes me think of my best friend because he, um, he hates children. And when I say that, I, I'm not joking. I'm not being facetious in the slightest. He hates children. And anytime there's a child near me, <laughs> I look at this kid and I wait because <laughs> my best friend's always like, watch them. They cough, and it's a wet cough, and they, like, project it. <laughs> Again, this is, we are, uh, this is not a, a, a political or oh, or, no, no, or no. anything like that when it comes to don't go out while sick with any specific malady. We mean this just blanket. Yeah, we don't like, care if you're red, white, or center. <laughs> we, we, if anything is coming up. Red, white, or center? I should say yes, white or red, blue. red, white, or center. Red, red is, blue, or center, I thought I guess. you meant like a centaur, like no. a red and white centaur is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, I meant. Uh, phone number one finger. I on feel it. like such a jackass right now. No, I meant a red, blue, or center, you, you, know, you know. Red, blue, or purple. I don't know. You might need me. <laughs> you're you're a party in and of yourself is what you yeah. are. You are. Thank you. I'm a pixie party. All you by are myself. a pixie party. <laughs> Please, if there's any expectorant coming from your body, any, don't go out, any leakage, man. any ooze from any orifice, even if you got drippy eyes, man. Yeah, don't, that's, don't bring that's that fucking to the... pink eye. First yeah. of all, go see a doctor because you have a fucking pink eye and somebody's <laughs> been rubbing their asshole on your fucking pillow. It might so, be your wife. You don't know. <laughs> I do not think that Jane is happy with you. When she said, it's fine, let's just go to bed. That was her being like, fuck you, buddy. I farted on your pillow. Put your face right on there. Just right on. Ass play is involved. That's all I'm saying on that. Never trust a woman who says it's fine. Yeah. Oh, dear God. What we mean by that is everything is so not fine. I will fucking murder you is what that means. But I can't make a scene right now. You know why? Because the wife knows that you're in public. And not to be a fucking asshole while you're out at the restaurant. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But please, don't go out. Don't get us sick. Don't get our server sick. Don't get the fucking busser sick. Don't get the fucking food runner sick. Let's do real talk on that. Yeah, it's nasty. We're not going to close. Okay? No, 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 no. The, the no, sickness that's... is just going to spread through the ranks. I'm sorry. David Draymond, get up. Come on, get, get down. down with that sickness. Yes. Local man refuses. <laughs> To get down with sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any um, any local brand indeed is like, oh, you're sick. Guess what? You have to work tomorrow. Yeah, you're gonna you... you're gonna clopin. <laughs> yeah, you've got a clopin. So you know what? You take this afternoon off. Oh, and you um, rest up. Let's uh for that. Uh, it's a little restaurant jargon. A clopin is when you close so and then open the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get out of there at like mm, I don't know one one thirty, and then you open up. And then you're back there at ten thirty. If you're lucky, some places open at like eight or nine, which is just mean, savage restaurateurs. <laughs> if you're going to have a breakfast joint, restaurateurs of the world, if you're going to have a breakfast joint, don't be a fucking monster and try to squeeze an extra service out of it and try to stay open for dinner. All right. Even if it's early bird, fuck you. Or, or if you're going to do it, your breakfast, lunch, that's it. If you're going to do it, done. don't keep your freaking manager so goddamn late. Have a night manager. Have a mid, have a morning. We know that's too much to ask. 
I know, I know, because it's cost cutting. We That's need to so cut cost. Hard, but I'm sorry. Have we talked about cost? No, we haven't even gotten into cost. <laughs> we'll get to cost. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get down that line at some point. Further on down that line. <laughs> Speaking of cost, though, um, how about a uh, my favorite part of the dining experience? What's your favorite part of the dining experience, Bix? Well. As a lady, <laughs> I get to... <laughs> just between us girls? Just between us girls. Okay. I get to skate sometimes on these things. And um, I will admit to fully using the FEMA card to be like, oh my gosh, I never get to go out on a date. But really, it's just that I'm freaking starving and I have no money. So... <laughs> you roped some poor sucker into taking you out. I did. I did. But you know what? He roped me into an eight-hour date. So I well, mean, you I, know what? That's the freight you had to pay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's living with your life choices. You know what that is? is? What that is? That's fucking white people. That's fucking white people. <laughs> I thought this guy was going to kill me by the end, but anyway, I got my meal. The whole thing was, you know, when the check's coming, and for a lady, at least for me, I was like, is he really going to pay, or is he going to do that thing where like we both do we both reach for the wallet? Do the slow reach. <laughs> yeah. We'll look at each yeah, other like, yeah. is this Dutch? <laughs> we're, we're doing the halfsies. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna you're gonna get this, right? You're gonna you're gonna get it. <laughs> but the terrifying moment of that, when you've ceded control of the check over to whichever respective partner is is either on a date scenario mm-hmm. as yours or if you're going out with your wife or your husband, when that check comes, when you're yeah. when you're that partner that knows that you see your significant other or mm-hmm. this person that you are out with, look at the bill. Oh yeah. Run through it in their head. Oh, yeah. And then go, how can I fuck the server out of their tip? Oh, no, 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 no. And still look okay. No, because you know that chick has totally looked at that bill. She's looked at it. She's seen that it's like 55 bucks. You know, it wasn't too much for a first date, but still it was kind of pricey. She looks at that tip. She's, she's working it out in her head if she doesn't have the app on her phone. And she's not only is she judging you. Oh, yeah. Which she should. Yeah. But it comes to the basic point of working in the restaurant. And it ties back into the whole aspect of that front of house doing what they do, why and how. And it's something that I do want to go into at a deeper level in an upcoming episode. Yeah. Because tipping needs to be really talked about. Just get in deep with it. But for now... We will just say that when you're when you've done that gunslinger stare at that bill for fifty five dollars on this first metaphorical date, which, by the way, honestly, fifty five bucks is a cheap first date. Oh, yeah, I know. But again, we're being practical. You and I aren't wealthy. <laughs> oh, not in the least. I'm saying there, there are when other the people fuck- who are like, that's an entree. I can't fucking tell you the last time I spent fifty five dollars on a meal, let alone um, what I'm about to get into, which is for all of you out there, the proper tip should be about thirteen seventy five on that fifty five is what you're on saying. that fifty five and and percentage wise pixie what what would that be that's about twenty five percent that's being reasonable. I would rather have you go higher, but I get it that not everybody is a big money maker and maybe your date sucks so you're feeling like I don't really want to be here <laughs> let me let me subcategory this we're not suggesting that every server deserves 25 percent tip and that should be a baseline number yeah but it is a sliding scale upon which if you are having a lower priced meal Mm -hmm. you go higher on your tip absolutely now you should never ever i mean unless the server shits in his hand and throws it in your face (laughs) 
should you ever go below 18%? Oh, yeah, oh dear God. Period, sentence, paragraph. Hitler. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler be... still did like 17.5. Oh, no. Now, see, I feel like you're being dramatic. I feel like Hitler does a solid 15. He's a 15% Hitler. Are you better than Hitler, though? Be better than Hitler. <laughs> Which really is, is a life mantra. I mean, that's, that's the Look low at yourself bar. in the mirror and, and say, say am I, am I, have I been better than Hitler today? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, you know, enjoy your night. Yeah. On a $55 tab, you're going to put in that thirteen seventy five because you're not a piece of shit. Nope. Which leads you to sixty eight seventy five. That's what you should be paying. Getting out of a first date at under seventy bucks is absolutely a, a bargain. Exactly. That's my whole point of this. That's that's the safe zone. Okay. You've been generous, but not too generous. But in that server's eyes, you haven't been a complete piece of shit. Have you been great? Well, yeah. Are no, you no, no. God? No. But at the end of the day, yeah. that 25%, that's... Well, give us a breakdown, Boomer. Where's that 25% go? Restauranting 101, Pixie, is that servers do not keep 100% of their tips. What? It's so true. There are people in the restaurant that they tip out for helping them provide services to the guest. I am shocked. I can see you shocked. This it's is a good my good thing you were face. sitting down. I know. Servers typically will have three parties that they will wind up tipping out, possibly four depending on the establishment. Bartenders. Wait a minute. Why do bartenders get a tip? Well, bartenders get a tip because they're the ones that poured the fancy drinks that you were ordering. Oh, it pays to be a bartender. They were back there. They took that micro brew that they have on tap they poured it into that fancy glass ever so well. Nice. And they set it on the counter. And they set it on the counter for it to die. Like a boss. Like a boss. <laughs> they will also tip out the food runners. Oh. The people who actually bring the food to your table, who, by the way, are not your servers. I understand that everybody at the restaurant looks the same, much like all white people look the same. <laughs> all old white people look the all same. All old white people. Look exactly <laughs> like one another. But they are not the same people. Shocking. Those people, their jobs, those huge trays that you see with all of those lovely dishes that are coming to your table, it's not easy to run with those fucking things. To oh, balance you mean those them, plates of hot food? To bring food? them out on a gigantic saucer, yes. Oh. Not easy to do. Those folks get tipped out. Also, the people that clean up behind you. Oh, you the mean the people that, get to, that touch all the things that you all had your face the, on. The parts of your meal that have fallen out of your mouth <laughs> into your lap. Hey, you want to talk about intimate dining. And onto your fucking seat where your <laughs> ass was. Your saliva and ass have been all over this person. They have wiped up behind you and made yeah. it super pretty for the next person to come and do. All of those people... Mm -hmm. get paid out of what you've given your server. Now, at some restaurants, mm -hmm. the lovely gentle lady or man mm -hmm. who sat you, who greeted you, who brought you to your table also get a cut of their tip. You know what else they're not? They're not your server. No, they are not. Those are, those are the hosts, the maitre d's, if you will, at yeah. some establishments. So when the you greeters, see them, yes. when you see them, bringing people with with their menus in their hands typically they do have menus yes. yeah yeah and they're being super polite and making you know adorable conversation with the party of 20 behind them where are you guys from oh my goodness my best friend lives there yeah how is it are you liking the I went weather to college up there 
(laughs) But as a person is doing that, do not stop them and the people behind them to say, hey, could you bring me aside a branch? Yes. Very, very good. Specific roles. We'll delve into specific roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that, though. So they might get a percentage of that server's tip, but they are not there to bring you your side of ranch, ma'am. No, no, they are not. (laughs) So those are all of the ways in which that money that you think you're being so generous about, which sometimes you are, does not all go to the server. It goes to all of the folks that help support your entire meal from start to finish. The dining experience, as it were. As it were. So please remember that. The next time you get the check, you're doing your little computations on your computer, in your calculator, in your phone. Actually add in the fact that there are at least two to four people that are also getting that tip. You know what? They got mouths to feed. <laughs> so that is, uh, is episode one. Yeah. That is our pilot. That is the first ever Service entrance, people. I feel good. I, you feel I, good? Well, no, not until we say our mantra. What is it that we say to each other every day? We, we are, are creating, creating a, a great, great podcast, podcast and, and it, it will, will be successful. successful. <laughs> and you are now officially part of that successful. So thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode of Service Entrance, people. We have a lot of things that we are going to throw at you right now. Please listen carefully. Because uh, you are now. One of the service entrance people. Let us know what you think. We want your feedback. Please, for the love of all things holy, leave us those five-star reviews. Mash that like button. Just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe until you can't subscribe no more, which is probably like once per person, but yeah. still. <laughs> and again, even if you if, even if you hate us, do Give it. Time. Do it. Hate us. Do it. <laughs> you can hate us all night. Please go to serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Leave us any feedback that you want. Any type of... You're not going to hurt our feelings. Not even a little bit. Check out the Instagram at service underscore entrance underscore people or our Facebook. Service entrance people. (laughs) Keeping it so simple. I love it. I love it. I love it. We want your feedback. We want those reviews. And uh, we also want to take a quick second to say thank you to two people that we've never met before i i have seen them live though you have um the guys that host the podcasts small town murder and crime and sports james petrigallo and jimmy wisman um those two gentlemen uh were incredibly instrumental in getting this podcast going again they don't know this um they have never heard of us they do not know what we are their shows first of all wildly entertaining and a hundred percent, if you should listen and definitely, you know, hook them up with at least five bucks. Yeah. Patreon, yeah, go to Patreon, support the shit out of them. It was their shows that gave us really the kick in the ass that we needed to get ourselves up and running. And we'd be disingenuous if we didn't acknowledge that and say thank you to these two cats. And I have talked to Jimmy Wisman. I uh, messaged him on Instagram. He's absolutely wonderful, and that he will always get back to you. It might take him a minute, but he's definitely on it. Which is super appreciated, and which is something that we will do as well. Yeah, Anything we're that comes do our, our way, you know, we yeah. will respond. We will uh, talk to you happily and, and engage in in any way that we can. Um, but please make sure that you, uh, like I said, like us, give us that feedback, and make sure you are tuning in. Yeah, we, and uh, eventually you'll have a Patreon. We'll have a Patreon of our own. We do have a PayPal. We we do. It's uh, yeah. at Service Entrance Peeps. 
Oh, that's cute. Yeah, well, it's because they won't allow service entrance people. We had to shorten that. Oh up. my god, they won't allow There's service entrance many, people. Too, no, much, <laughs> much like nobody should. Yeah, no, <laughs> you come in through the back door. Damn straight. <laughs> So thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, we will be up with another episode with yeah, uh, yeah. episode two. Um, so as it is, until then, please listen to the episodes that we already have, which is this one and the pre-pilot. Yeah, the pre-pilot pilot. And spread the love to all your friends and neighbors. And we will talk to you again here on Service Entrance People. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.